0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's BYTE.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today
1: with BYTE. This week on the Chicago Bears review. After a solid but unsuccessful showing against the Packers, the Bears welcomed the Arizona Cardinals to town, looking to get their first win of 2015 and prove that week one's performance was not a fluke. Did the Bears step up to the challenge, or are they scrambling to pick up the pieces? All of this plus Bear Up and Bear Down on the Week 2 Review episode of The Chicago Bears Review! You know, usually, when your team comes out and flips the script, that's supposed to be a good thing, a positive thing. What's going on, everybody? Larity back, the week two review episode of the Chicago Bears review, and the Bears, they did, they did flip the script, but the, the script that they flipped was where, a week ago, Green Bay had to absolutely earn everything. That they got en route to their victory over the Bears last week. They had to earn it all. Even that interception at the end that people wanted to call a Jay Cutler moment. They had to earn everything that they got in, en route to their win over the Bears last week. This week, the Bears gave it away. Just one step right after another. And, you know, to sum it up perfectly, Arizona did what good teams do they take advantage. They take what their, what their opponent gives them, and they take advantage of their opponent's mistakes. The Bears, on the other hand, did what bad teams do. They made mistakes, and they didn't take advantage of the mistakes that their opponents made. Uh, more impor- most importantly, the um, opportunities the Bears had in the second quarter— and uh, you know the 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 drives that they had ended in field goals instead of touchdowns would have made all the difference in the world uh, in the game going into the half. But uh, oh man, this thing got away from us in a hurry. Um, yeah, so it was a mess. It was a ma- I didn't start out that way. I mean, well, it did kind of actually start out that way. But you guys know what I mean. The first quarter, aside from the uh, the kick return, uh, was competitive. The second quarter a little, you know, it was, it was, it wasn't bad, you know, still close an eight point lead at halftime for Arizona and the third quarter, that's where the wheels came off. And then fourth quarter, just, yeah. Anyway. So unfortunately I'm sure you all know we lost that one 48 to 23. So 23 appears to be the ceiling uh, for the bears offensively uh, this season, both losses, you know, (laughs) and that just speaks to the, 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 the work that the defense has to do, our offense has generated 23 points in the first two games of the season, and we've lost by 8-25 and 25, uh, in the first two games of the year. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not here uh, to say that the sky is uh, falling, uh, but that whole 0-3 doesn't look like such a certainty anymore. Yeah, that's not true. Uh, not true, especially with the news that came out of Hallis Hall today with, uh, you know, the report of Jay Cutler's hamstring injury that uh, before halftime, right after he threw the interception, that pretty much turned the game around. Um, You know, Jay leaves the game with the hamstring injury, hearing that it's, quote, at least two weeks that he will be out. So we're going to be without Jay in Seattle on Sunday when we go and face a very pissed-off 0-2 Seattle Seahawks football team. And then we return home on the first weekend in October, October the 4th, to play the Oakland Raiders. We're at least going to be missing him there. Um, yeah, so let's let's hope it's not much more than that. And um, if, if it's going to be Clausen that's going to be the quarterback, then I hope he's a lot more prepared than he was on Sunday. It's not, and I know as a backup quarterback – you maybe get 10 15% of the snaps in practice if you're lucky. So, uh, you know, he didn't have a lot to go on. He didn't have a lot to work with. A lot more mental reps than actual physical reps when you're the backup. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that he does look a lot more prepared, that he plays a lot more uh, prepared than he did on Sunday. For the most part, he looked completely lost when he came into the game in the second quarter and didn't look much better uh, in the third and into the fourth quarter uh as well. The Bears scored twenty of their twenty-three points before halftime. So yeah, it wasn't uh it wasn't pretty. So hopefully we can it's Seattle's gonna murder us on Sunday. If there's oh man. And you know it, it, it was gonna be hard enough because Seattle is basically is, is the better football team they're more talented uh at this point uh and everything so it was going to be a difficult road to hoe uh, you know just on the surface but the fact that they were you know just beaten um you know on national television that they're zero two they were embarrassed by a division foe who just got their asses handed to them by the Washington Redskins on Sunday, So, you know, they basically feel like they, or if I would, if I were them, feel that I fell victim to a fluke victory uh, by the St. Louis Rams, that they're going to go to Washington and get stomped by the team that everybody is voting 32nd in their power rankings, 24 to 10. It wasn't even close. So, um, you know, so they're they're 0-2 right now, their first game uh, at home. This is going to be the season opener. So, yeah, we have that to look forward to. And, you know, they're looking to dig themselves out of the hole. And they have the wounded uh, Chicago Bears, wounded and inferior at this point, Chicago Bears coming into town uh, on Sunday. Uh, so, and that is going to be, oh, good, a 3 o'clock start uh, on Sunday. So the whole country gets to watch that. Um, yeah, that's that should be fun. That is going to be fun. Later this week on the uh, preview episode, week number three, we're going to have Danny Kelly from FieldGoals.com uh, from SB Nation to talk some Seahawks Bears to, uh, to see, you know, just uh, how angry are the Seahawks that they're 0-2? Uh, are they in desperation mode? Uh, are they, uh, they going to take it out on the Bears? Uh, you know, how bad does he think it's going to be? And uh, so on, you know, because obviously – as a Bear fan, I am going to be rooting uh, for the Bears to win, as I do every week, whether I think they're going to win or not. I want them to win, and I will root for them to win uh, and such. But um, I'm not really going to be holding out hope uh, this week, and I think that's probably the the smarter way to uh, to play it. You know, it's uh, or what was it uh, Woody Harrelson and White Men Can't Jump said, uh, "Don't get your hopes up; you won't be disappointed." That's kind of the mind frame that I'm going into. Uh, on Sunday, I will be thrilled if the Bears win, and and, uh, and utterly shocked at the same time if uh, we manage to to win in a place where basically nobody wins uh, football games. So, uh, anyway, en- enough of that uh, happy talk. Let's go ahead. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
0: Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you coming? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com.
1: And, ...and dive into the review of this game, Bears-Cardinals week number two at Soldier Field, while, we, uh, while we're still in the mood to talk about it. I said it in the intro to the week two preview episode before we talked to Jess Root would would the Bears you know would the Bears back up their performance the one that they had last week against the uh, the Packers where they looked competent and, and well-coached and, and ready and prepared, and, you know, and even when they fought, got behind, they, they fought to the very end uh, of the football game, making it a game right until the very end. Would they be able to back that up uh, against the uh, Arizona Cardinals? And, um, yeah, the answer was no, they did not. Um, so it, it, makes you, it makes you wonder. Optimistically, you want to think that week two was the fluke that it just wasn't our day, things weren't going our way. I mean, the Bears set a, set a record, a franchise record, which is difficult to do considering that the Bears are one of the most, are the oldest franchise in National Football League. Them and the Cardinals, ironically, are the only two original franchises still in existence in the NFL. And um, the Bears either matched or beat a franchise record with 170 yards in penalties. On Sunday, 170. That's outrageous. That is an, an outstanding amount of penalty yard. It's it's almost something you want to pat them on the back for. 170 yards, man. That is not. That is not easy to do. I mean, and the 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 thing that that makes it even more impressive was that they did it in chunks. They did it in chunks. Um, and what I meant earlier by saying that the Bears were giving the game away, actually, we'll get to that in the second quarter. Uh, knee-jerk reaction i just want you to hear here i am in the first quarter knee-jerk reaction uh you know it's uh, aside from the early blunder with the uh with the kickoff return it's 14 to 7 so no need to panic. <laughs>
2: Knee jerk reaction to the first quarter of the Bears and the Cardinals. And it's been a long and interesting quarter. Here it is, almost ten minutes to to one here in the in the central time zone here, and we're just now wrapping up the first quarter. It's fourteen to seven, the cards over the Bears right now, and, and two big mistakes have led to the cardinals points um first of all the opening kickoff david uh, david johnson i believe the the rookie uh from northern iowa 108 yards for a touchdown to get the game started so so much for the defense going out there and trying to set the tone special teams uh which has been uh not great so far giving up the big play The Bears looking pretty good uh, on offense, however. They have come to play. They were able to tie the ballgame up on a blown coverage. Josh Bellamy wide open on a 48-yard pass from from Jay, uh, on that one. And then on defense, the second big mistake, Kyle Fuller gets beat, uh, on a, on a deep ball was able to catch up and can get to the receiver, but interfered when he did catch up, gives the ball to Arizona at the 11 yard line. They were able to convert that a couple of plays later into a touchdown to take the lead, uh, 14 to seven second week in a row though, that Kyle Fuller was beat on a deep play. It ended up, uh, you know, you know, you, you kind of want him to take the penalty in that situation, but in both situations, he was beat badly and had to catch up and commit the penalty to save the touchdown. And then the defense gives up the touchdown, uh, uh, afterwards. So, uh, you know, going into the second quarter, defense needs to tighten things up and uh, offense, for the most part, just needs to keep doing what they're doing. We're moving the football. The Bears have it to start the second quarter down only seven.
1: So that was the beginning of the whole we're giving this thing away. Uh, not. To, and I didn't mention, actually, um, the opening kickoff, the referees who were in rare form uh, on Sunday, uh, the referees missed a a uh, a a holding call right in the middle of the field right past where where david johnson ran just just about as he was breaking it open uh there was uh the holding penalty on number 29 i believe that's corte jones corte jones i think that's the the safety that we picked up off waivers off of the cardinals ironically uh enough i believe he was the one that was being held right in the middle of the field and there it was clear as day when they showed it on the replay and the referees missed it 108 yards later you know the Bears are down seven to nothing before anybody's anybody's had a chance to get in their seats yet. Um, like I said in in the uh, in the, the in the reaction there, the offense looked sharp. They came out. for run running the football. Uh, Jay was very efficient, very smart with the ball, same as he was last week uh, at the start of the football game, or pretty much the whole game uh, against Green Bay. But um, you know the the defense again. The defense still has a lot of work to do and, you know, something that we thought was going to be uh, a strength for us, especially after, you know, it's like we let Tim Jennings go. Maybe not so much a strength, but something that was that was solid. I mean, there really wasn't something that we were we were more concerned with the safety position than we were with the corners because we thought we had a player in Kyle Fuller, Alan Balls. You know, he's a veteran. He's he's better with a three, four. A uh, defense. That's why we let Tim Jen- Tim Jennings go. He's more of a cover two zone type of uh, of corner, and you know both of these guys just pass interference. You know, and and it's it's like I said in in the reaction. Kyle Fuller beat. Clear as day, has to run and catch up. He gets there, but of course he never turns around and runs. You know, flat face, just right into the into the receiver. The referee's is going to call that uh, every time. It, it's really not so much the contact that you make with the receiver as it is the fact that you made no effort whatsoever to make a play on the ball. And Kyle Fuller, in that instance, for the second week in a row, made no effort to make a play on the ball and just wanted to prevent the receiver from catching the football. If he turns his head. You know, if he turns his head, it probably isn't a penalty. And, you know, the Bears maybe get away with one. Uh, I don't know what the way the refs were calling the game. But, uh, you know, that was just, you know, two big mistakes right off the bat. Both of them resulted in Arizona points. And that's where the theme of we're giving this game away began. And as you hear in the second quarter knee-jerk reaction, the trend continues. <laughs>
2: knee-jerk reaction to the Bears and the Cardinals after two and – uh Boy, it's been an interesting quarter, that's for sure. Uh, it's uh, it was what fourteen to seven after the uh, first quarter. Here at the half, it's twenty-eight to twenty uh, in favor of the Arizona Cardinals, and it's. Remember last week where I was talking about how proud I was that, you know, the Bears were playing well, that, uh, you know, the the Packers had to earn everything that they got. Well, this week, it's completely the opposite. Everything that Arizona has gotten, the Bears have given them. And then to make matters worse, everything that Arizona has given the Bears, the Bears have done nothing, almost nothing with. Uh, Right there at, at towards the end of the second quarter, there's about six minutes to go or so. Jay, uh, throws a pass that is behind, uh, Martellus Bennett. It's behind him. Martellus gets a hand on it, but it lands in the arms of a, of a Arizona Cardinal defender who turns in 26 yards, runs it in for a touchdown. Jay ends up hurting himself somehow. They haven't said specifically how he did it. Jay hurts himself. He's out of the game, and you know, there it is. It's 28 to 14, just like that. Jimmy Clauson comes in and has been awful so far. He has been absolutely terrible. If if the ball hasn't been batted down, it's it's anyway. It's it's been awful. Uh, so anyway, the Bears punt on Jimmy Clauson's first drive. The punt returner muffs it. The Bears recover it deep in Arizona territory. Can't move the football an inch. We end up with a field goal. So here we are. We give the ball back to Arizona. First, second play in the drive. Jared Allen bats a Carson Palmer ball into the air picks it off himself, the Bears get it down to about the 2-3 yard line try to run the ball on third down it's stuffed for a 3 yard loss have to settle for another Robbie Gold field goal because we got less than 3 seconds uh, to go in the second half so what could have been a tie ball game had we been able to use those short fields to put them in the end zone it's a 28-20 game and even though we get the ball back to start the second half I fear we may be in for a long one in the second half of this football game if Cutler does not come back.
1: (laughs) Like it or not, people, he is our best chance to win football games. He absolutely is. And he's made two mistakes in both games that have hurt the Bears badly. Aside from those two moments, significant as though they may be, aside from those two moments, Jay has actually been, for lack of a better word, brilliant in these first two games. He really has been. He was eight for eight, 120 yards, a touchdown, and I'm sure he had something close to, if not a, a, an exact, a, an absolute perfect quarterback rating before that interception took place. That interception made him eight for nine, 120 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. He finished with a quarterback rating of 116 points something. Okay, that's the day that Jay was having before he got himself hurt. That's the day the offense was having uh, before Jay got hurt. It ended up being a hamstring pull, and as I said at the beginning of the show, at least two weeks uh, without Cutler and the hamstring uh, injury. So n- no Cutler versus the Cardinals, or excuse me, the Seahawks. No Cutler versus the Raiders at the very least. So, um, you know, it's it's um, not a good uh, situation. But there it was again. You know, the the, the another pass interference call on Allen Ball, gets the ball into inside the red zone. The Cardinals are able to convert from there, but we're giving the Cardinals that that, you know, that field position, putting them into the red zone without much effort. Basically all Palmer had to do was hang it up there and his receivers who were beating our corners, you know, clear as day, were Uh, You know, our our corners had to do something desperate to make sure that the pass was never caught and they're getting flagged for the interference. In Alan Ball's case, in Alan Ball's case, he definitely he definitely would not have been called had he turned around to make it look at least look like he was trying to make a play on the ball because he was in much better position than Kyle Fuller was. Uh, He didn't get beat by a country mile, same as Fuller did. And Fuller, in his desperation, decided to tackle the receiver by the time he got there. Alan Ball was actually in a position to make a play it's just instead of turning around to try to make a play on the ball he decided to play the man never even turned his head and that's why he got flagged and uh, you should have seen the reaction from Alan Ball he could not believe that he got flagged uh, for that penalty so but that's what happens when you don't turn around to try to make an effort to try to find the ball uh, and make a play on it like I said the refs are going to call that every single time so we do dig ourselves into a hole. That that drive put the, put Arizona up twenty one to fourteen. Cutler's pick made it twenty eight to fourteen. Uh, twenty eight to fourteen, just like that. And then, like I said, we uh, Jimmy Clausen comes in. He's terrible. We punt the ball away. The guy muffs it. Jacquez Rogers, who knew he was playing special teams, recovers the the uh, the fumble. And just like that, the Bears are on the 30-yard line in Arizona territory. This is fantastic. And like I said, we don't move an inch. We don't do a thing with the ball. Jimmy Clausen apparently is trying to throw the ball at uh, Upa Lupa's out there on the field because he's hitting all of the defensive linemen for the, for the Cardinals in the face or in the chest with the ball. And then, you know, we, we fail on third down. We have to kick a field goal. And then again, Jared Allen makes a play. First, first turnover of the season, Jared Allen bats the ball up in the air, comes down with the interception, and we got the ball in the red zone here. We got the ball in the red zone. So we're running the football. We get it down there, and we another blown opportunity. It was the big problem that we had in the preseason was no problems moving the football, all the problems in the world putting it in the end zone, you know, and that would have made a huge difference, especially mentally. I mean, who knows what kind of mind frame – Jimmy Clausen comes out of the locker room with if he engineers a touchdown drive before halftime. You know he's, he goes in there he you know he's the quarterback and he does it and yeah, I can do this and make some adjustments and they study him up real good between between halves and he comes out because the Bears started with the football in the second half. So that would have been that would have made it so much better. Not only did we make a 14point deficit go away in a heartbeat, but we get the ball back to start the second half. We can start the second half with the lead and really get this thing going. You see where I'm going with this? None of that happened though. None of it happened. The third quarter was an unmitigated disaster. And by the end of it, I was, uh, yeah, I was pretty much checking out. Yep.
2: knee-jerk reaction to the Bears and the Cardinals after three, It is 42 to 23. And uh yeah, we could just go ahead and call this one call this one over. I, I hate to be one of those guys, but um yeah, it it, it uh it's uh it's actually not even as close as forty two to twenty three uh right now. Uh Jimmy Clausen, uh if he isn't throwing it to the other team. He's only throwing one pick, uh, grant you. Uh but uh, you know, he's all of a sudden, the offensive line can't block because he's getting sacked. I I actually think it's, it's more on clawson than it is on the offensive line because he's just not getting the ball out of his hands. We're running the ball decently, but we keep uh, backing up a decent run with a holding penalty. Uh, the Bears, as they just uh, said here, uh, either closing in or setting a record, a franchise record that has stood since the 1940s, uh, back before World War II. Uh, so there's there's that. Uh, so we have 15 more minutes in this disaster. The Bears down 42 to 23. Just punted the ball back to the Cardinals, and let's see if uh, the defense can keep it under 50.
1: Yep. You want to hear something terrible? You want to hear how invested I was in the fourth quarter? There's no fourth quarter knee-jerk reaction because I fell asleep. <laughs> I I, fell asleep about halfway through the fourth quarter. I did not even see uh, the last touchdown that the Cardinals scored, if, even, if it even was uh, a touchdown. They managed six more points in the fourth quarter, so that streak of uh, 14 points in each of the first three quarters was broken uh, in the fourth quarter, so that was... Uh, that was encouraging, I suppose. but um, you know it was just it was tough, you know it was it was a tough game uh, to watch because you're sitting there and, and you're kind of watching it all unfold, you know, come at, come apart at the seams, you know a week ago, the optimism that we had despite the loss we looked good we looked solid we look competitive against a team that a lot of people think is going to be playing for the lombardi trophy uh you know at the end of the year you know we took them to the limit we 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 really uh we really you know handed it to them we, we did really well uh against them this was supposed to be a joke and a sham of a football game and here we were in, in it to the very the very very end and um you know that just did not happen this week against the cardinals we like i said we just gave the damn thing away first opening kickoff of the football game the guy was untouched i don't think anybody laid a finger on him uh all the way to the uh to the to the end of the uh to the to 108 yards 108 yards not easy to do 108 yards uh let's see look it was a touchdown wasn't it larry fitzgerald oh so his third touchdown pass of the game that's That's great. So, yeah, Larry Fitzgerald, who most people forgot, was in the NFL. uh, Three touchdowns, 112 yards receiving. Uh, You know, welcome back because, you know, the John Brown was kind of taking over as the star uh, of that team, as you heard Jess Root saying uh, in the preview episode uh, uh, last week. But, uh, you know, it was Fitzgerald who all of a sudden uh, was a beast of receiver that nobody could cover. And, of course, he caught everything thrown in his direction uh, on Sunday. The defense has yet to get a sack. That's a huge problem. We did put more pressure on on Carson Palmer. We hit him six times as opposed to the, the ultra-clean jersey that Aaron Rodgers walked away with uh, last week. Um, you know, I haven't heard a bad thing about Adrian Amos or Antra Roll, a.k.a. our starting safeties, a.k.a. The, the major point of concern with our secondary going into the season uh, they are being exploited big time and then by they I mean our corners, Allen Ball and, and Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller didn't even finish the game on the field. Uh he was replaced by uh Terrence I want to say Terrence Mitchell. Uh came in uh, number twenty, the guy that had that sick interception against the uh against the um uh, Colts, week number two in the uh the preseason just came kind just kind of came in there and and uh, you know, stole it out of the air there. It was um uh, he was the one that, uh, Terrence Mitchell, yeah, he's the one that finished the game uh, f- in for uh, Kyle Fuller. Now, whether, that, whether or not that means any kind of permanent swap or if it was just a, uh, you know, a kick in the britches kind of thing from, from Ed Donatel and, and Vic Fangio, the, the defensive coordinator and our DB coach, uh, respectively, uh, and Kyle Fuller, because the player that we had last year, the guy that looked like the heir apparent to Peanut Tillman and, and you know was uh the, the better of the two as far as between himself and and uh you know Tim Jennings as the year went along last year, he's you know, he's the weak link uh on defense at this point. And the 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 problem is it only took two weeks for the uh for our opponents to figure it out because they're going after him and uh you know he's not holding up well right now. Not holding up. Two weeks in a row, big pass interference penalties that lead to touchdowns because he's gotten smoked so bad he had to make a bad play in order to save the touchdown uh, from happening. So Kyle Fuller really needs to shore that up. Uh, The fourth quarter went the way it did. The Bears only gave up six points uh, in the fourth quarter, so they did manage to keep it under 50. The offense does not score again. And the final score is 48 to 23. So that's pretty much it for the review. That's all I got, and there ain't no more as far as talking about this game. You know, it's um – oh, and then the, the best part was that it seemed like we were doomed before the game even started. Alshon Jeffrey uh, recovering or had recovered from the uh, calf injury that uh, had st- – that that kept him out of the entire preseason that you know kind of slowed him down a little bit against green bay uh seemingly healthy none of our top three receivers were on the injury report this week which means they were practicing full participation no limitations no nothing and then thursday in practice alshon tweaks his hamstring and was inactive on sunday he did not play against the cardinals so that was kind of the beginning of it there Jay goes down with a hamstring, same as Alshon, uh, in the football game. We're without him for at least two weeks. Uh, Jimmy Clausen came in looking like a backup quarterback, and uh, the rest is history. So defense has a lot of work to do, and if you can't wrangle a guy like Carson Palmer, who is not the most mobile quarterback on the planet, not to mention sporting a knee brace the size of Nebraska on his leg, then yeah you were able to hit him fantastic but by the time you hit him the ball was gone and when they were moving the chains uh if you think you you had trouble wrangling rogers or carson palmer for pete's sake wait until you have to go into seattle and try to run down russell wilson that i am not looking forward to uh on sunday so i i, I expect that if the bears bring their pass rush to Seattle. That uh, we'll see a lot of uh, we'll see a lot of graphics where we're seeing Russell Wilson as the leading rusher in the football game uh, at some point. So um, yeah, I'm I'm not really uh, keen on, on seeing that all go down uh, on Sunday. I'll watch because it's my team. I hope that they win, but I am really really not looking forward to it. Just to, in all in all honesty. So that is going to do it for the week two review. What do you say we go ahead and wrap everything up with everybody's favorite segment, Bear Up, Bear Down. Bear Up and Bear Down for the Week 2 Review episode of the Chicago Bears Review. And, uh... We'll try to keep this as short and sweet as we possibly can. Uh, Bear Downs, uh, I think that's obvious, so we got to go with Jimmy Clawson. Um, you know, granted, uh, you probably don't get the amount of snaps that, that, that you would like and uh, not as prepared as one would have liked stepping into a football game, but, yeah, there's, there's no excuse for the way that you played. Uh, it, was, it was pretty bad um bear down to kyle fuller like i said two weeks in a row uh pass interference penalty giving the giving the opposition uh the ball deep inside the red zone i think in both cases there was inside the 10 uh when he when he made those uh made those plays and that's because he was getting beat off the ball i mean like left flat footed in in some cases uh just kind of watched him as he ran past next thing you know he's got to give chase to make a play and ends up making a play that, uh, you know, causes a flag to be thrown, and, uh, you know, the Bears are are backs against the wall, you know, first and goal for the opponent, so... um you know, bear down to Allen Ball, second week in a row, another pass interference penalty. You turn your head and you look like you're trying to make a play on the ball, we'll probably get away with that one. You know, the referees will let you play football sometimes, but you gotta at least make it look like you're making an honest attempt for the football instead of mugging your opponent to make sure he doesn't catch it. Um and I think that's pretty much it on the uh on the uh on the bear down. Uh, side of thing bear ups i i really only have uh i really only have two uh one would be robbie gold three for three with the field goals including a 51 yarder always difficult to do in in soldier field It it is the windy city after all uh and uh, i know you guys are gonna love this but uh bear up to jay cutler <laughs> bear up to jay cutler uh, and I'll give him a bear down as well. Uh, he'll get him. He'll make both lists. Bear up for the way that he was playing before the pick, and and bear down for. You know quarterbacks are going to throw interceptions. That's just part of the game, but bear down for your impeccable, impeccable, timing. Always, always. Not that there's ever a good time to throw an interception, but you always manage to throw one. At the absolute worst time, you know, where we just gave up that uh, Allen Ball's pass interference penalty, just gave Arizona the ball inside the red zone. The, they converted for a touchdown. We're down by seven again. We're trying to make something happen here, trying to maintain the status quo with the Cardinals, trying to match them shot for shot. You make a bad throw, lands in the in our in our hands in the hands of the opponent. You hurt yourself trying to tackle him again remember we lost you for the remainder of the 2011 season when you broke your thumb trying to run down an interception you gotta stop doing that man i mean i know you have to make some kind of an effort but uh god let somebody else do it i mean chicago (laughs) there are enough jay cutler haters in chicago Already, you know, it wouldn't be a significant jump if they had to bitch about you not running after somebody who picked off the football. So, a bear up to Jay for the game he was having before the interception, and a bear down to Jay for throwing another goddamn interception. <laughs> Just, uh. and like I said, folks, we will live and die with Jay Cutler. Unfortunately, we die a lot more than we get to live but he's our best chance to win football games. Anyone who thinks Jimmy Clausen is the guy is dead wrong, and there's nobody else out there on the street that's going to give us a fair shot. So it's either it's ride or die with Jay Cutler and then figure it out for 2016. And, uh, you know, if Jay keeps this up, that's definitely going to be the strategy uh, that the organization takes. So that's going to do it for the week two review episode of the Chicago Bears Review. Come back on Thursday. When I have my conversation with Danny Kelly from FieldGulls.com, from SB Nation to talk about the Bears and the Seahawks, and uh, we'll see if uh, you know Danny Kelly can say anything about the Bears being competitive and keep a straight face at the same time. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how we do that. Let's take bets on the over/unders. How many questions will it take for Danny to laugh in my face if I'm trying to ask him about? Or use a question with the word "competition" in it. So we'll, we'll see uh, how that goes. So, uh, if you have questions, anything that you would like to uh, to have uh, Danny Kelly answer, go ahead and tweet them to me at shybearsreview. C H I bears review. Tweet me your questions. I will try and use as many of them as I can in the interview. I'm talking to Danny on Thursday, so the night that the show is released is the night that I'm going to be uh, talking to him. So uh, get those questions in. you got a couple of days to, to get them to me, and uh, we'll see what kind of interview you guys can compose if you've got something uh, that you want to know about the Seahawks or his opinion on the Bears and their chances going into Seattle. Uh, on Sunday so we'll be back Thursday with the week 3 preview episode of the Chicago Bears Review so until then my name is Larry D and this has been the Chicago Bears Review